You're listening to the Inner Goddess Rising Podcast. My name is Ann Sison, and I'm here to help you kick your inner mean girl to the curb so you can attract the life you desire. Happy December. How did that happen so fast? Am I the only one feeling like this year flew by? This week, I want to talk a little bit about transitions and letting go. Sometimes you have to try things before you know that they aren't for you, and I've had to make a few decisions in the past week because of that. I've had a Facebook group for a while now, and honestly, it's been feeling like a burden for me. It was so much fun at first. I learned a lot about myself during the time that I spent doing it. Things like, if I'm live on camera, I'm not going to be swallowed by a monster. (laughs) I also learned that I'm not entirely a fan of being on social media constantly. I think the algorithm recently changed or something because my posts were only being seen by about 20% of my group, and it wasn't feeling aligned anymore to be spending so much time on it. And Einstein said the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. I was beginning to feel that insanity, so I made the decision to archive the group last Wednesday. Besides, letting go is simply a transition when you think about it. It's fitting because Monday this week was a full moon, and the full moon is the best time of the month for letting things go. Now I have all kinds of time for creating things and focusing on my writing, which is my love. Also, I pull guidance cards every morning, and I keep pulling out the death card. Seriously, you guys, you can't make this stuff up. The first couple of times that I pulled it, it didn't faze me, but the third time I pulled the card and I laughed. Like, all right, I get it. Here's the thing. Death card is not scary. It doesn't mean death. It means change or transition. That change or transition can be anything, and what you do with that change depends solely on your mindset. Pulling this card over and over actually eases my mind with the transition because it's letting me know that I'm on the right track in doing what I'm doing. But enough about me. Have you ever thought about leaving something or letting go of anything that just was not working from your life? Maybe fear sets in, so you hold on way longer than you should. You might wonder what will happen if you regret the decision later. It takes careful weighing of pros and cons to make the right decision. Examples of things you might let go of are a relationship, a job, an expense that you can't really afford, things laying around the house not getting used, or maybe it's simply a way of thinking that needs to change. What ends up happening when we let go of something that isn't going well is we open the door for something new to take its place. So you let go of a relationship and you make room for the right person to step in. Or you can't work in a job that lights you up if you stay stuck in a job that's sucking your soul dry. Holding on to something past its prime can also show up as being stuck in inaction. You might tell yourself that it's too much work or you've invested too much time already. What about, I don't want to leave this job because I finally earned three weeks of vacation. But what if what's waiting on the other side of quitting is a work-from-home option where you can make your own hours and work from any location? That would open up your world to however much vacation you'd like. This is where the inner critic brings in those limiting beliefs that keep you stuck. You might believe you can have the greatest love or the best job or the most freedom, But your brain will find every excuse to keep you right where you are because making the change takes you out of your comfort zone and your brain is there to keep you comfortable and safe. 
Since there is an element of the unknown in change, that feels unstable to the subconscious mind. Therefore, it keeps you stuck. You might be asking, how do I overcome that? Well, this is my specialty. I would love to help you dig into your limiting beliefs and shut down the inner critical thoughts that are keeping you stuck. You can sign up for a complimentary 30-minute session with me using the link in the show notes. But for the sake of this short podcast, you can start with the pros and the cons. List out the tangible stuff. What is the worst that can happen if you make the change? But then I want you to ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen if you don't make the change? How does that question make you feel? Where do you feel it in your body when you ask yourself each of those questions? Your energy does not and will not lie. A bad feeling might feel like a tight grip in your heart area or a clenching feeling in your gut. It feels restricting. On the other hand, a good feeling will feel expansive and uplifting. It can feel like butterflies and extreme happiness. For me, when I thought of what types of things I could focus on if I dropped my group, I felt excitement and possibility. When I thought about the worst thing that can happen if I didn't drop it, my energy dropped and I felt kind of stuck. No matter what energy you feel about something, it will permeate into every other area of your life. Notice how the other areas of your life are going. Are you arguing with people more? falling behind on projects, really evaluating all the areas of your life and how your energy feels will help with making the decision. Once you've made the decision to let something go, then you need a plan. Start with the big goal and work backward. Let's say you want a new house. Your family has outgrown the one you're in and it's time to let go. Your big step prior to that is maybe you need money saved for a down payment. Maybe you want to search for a higher paying job to be able to save that money. Then you might consider what you need to do to update your current home to make it worth selling. Perhaps you need money for the upgrades, so devise a plan to begin saving. You need to know what you're saving for, so figure out what is needed and then window shop for it. See how that has sort of been deconstructed backwards? You now know that once you window shop and have a figure in mind to save for, then once you've saved, you can begin making upgrades. Then you can save money for a down payment, you can sell your house, and you can move. Of course, there are little steps needed along the way, but if you start with the main ones and get really focused on just the small first step, along with having a vision, that'll get you there. The vision part is important. It's what keeps you motivated and excited. Visualize what you want and feel how it will feel when you have it. Focus on what you want rather than what you prefer to let go of. That's what will propel you forward. Imagine if you want the new house and start working toward it, but you only think about how much you can't stand the current home. That can leave you feeling depressed and with low energy. You wouldn't feel much like doing anything, and then your limiting beliefs might kick in saying things like, I really need downtime and I deserve it with how hard I work. There are limiting beliefs for every single thing humans want to change. You can totally work through them though. You just need to believe in yourself and your ability. Keep your vision and your feelings of excitement so you stay motivated, take focused baby steps, and celebrate every single milestone. That's all I have for you this week. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it. Doing so will help the rankings and make it more visible to people who need it. 
Also, you can download my free Meet Your Inner Goddess meditation by clicking the link to my website. In just five minutes, you can travel within to talk to your own personal inner guidance system. Give it a try.